to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa. Um, good to ask you something. How do I maintain my original brand, Mrs. Pellegrini, <laughs> which is what <laughs> you're known for, and the new product that you're bringing into the industry without making sure that the old one dies away as well? No, I mean, look, we've spoken about this, you yeah. know, um, and it, the, com the, communic the the idea is about value, right? Uh -huh. um, filigree is there. Filigree does what, what you know, it has a place. Um, however, when we, you know, started engaging with the market, we actually saw that if we're going to penetrate the market, we have to offer them, you know, value um, at a practical level before we bring them to the value that filigree was going to be offering. Hence, we decided to start off with 365 Local. But we've actually got a solid plan on how once people are integrated in 365 Local, then we're going to start intro introducing the value that Filigree brings, mm -hmm. you, know, um, you know, slowly but surely, and then they're going to be able to benefit from 365 and benefit from Filigree. Yeah. You know, and that's just a lesson in, you know, don't just, I mean, I love Filigree. I've been doing it for so many years. But if I was able to put it aside and focus on what will bring people the most value right now, very practically, yeah. I feel like it's, there's a lesson to be learned there, you know, to, again, not don't be so in love with your idea, with the value that you've created. First, you know, provide value to people, value that they can, you know, that's tangible to them. You know, I'm pretty sure Joseph knew that his destiny was not being um, a, a dream interpreter for the rest of his life, but he knew that the interpreting dreams was going to get him to where he wants to get to. Mm. So it's a similar thing with us as well. You know, 365 Local is very practical, very great. And once people get, you know, get integrated there, then they can, you know, start opening up their eyes to the possibilities of even more value from filigree. Wow. So it's very important then to identify the, the, the role uh, a, a, a certain business plays. Sometimes it's just a vehicle for you to get to a certain place. Most definitely. I mean, as long as you're offering people, I mean, there's some people who are going to use only 365 Local and not use Filigree. Um, and, you know, that's completely fine. You know, it's all about offering value. I mean, so many businesses started off as what they were not supposed to be. Yeah. Um, you look at uh, Instagram, for example, I believe it was a, an, an app to help you find the nearest um, pub where they were doing uh, yes. craft beer, <laughs> the open craft beer, and they moved from that to what they are right now. Um, YouTube, for example, initially it was supposed to be a place where it was supposed to be a dating site where yes. you put a video of yourself, um, you know, one, you Your know, who you profile, are, what you yeah. like, what sort of woman you want or man you want, and look at what it is right now, right? Because they found what people were looking for, the value that they could offer to people. So it's so important for you to not get bogged down in what you have created and really always follow the, you know, what people need. Yeah. Well, thank you so much there. That was just a side question that was built from the thought that when I was introducing you, I, it came to my mind, I can't thank you, the introduction. All right, this afternoon, you have for us uh, ecosystems. Explain us to us, what is ecosystems, uh, Mr. Tachoy? All right, so... Um, we, we've, we've been going through a journey, right? Yes. Um, you know, we started about, you know, how to plan for the year and then we went into business networking, mm -hmm. then we went into value creation. And now, you know, we want to look at what uh, startup ecosystems are yes. specifically in relation to, uh, businesses. I mean, an ecosystem, the word itself relates to, you know, any, um, environment that, 
um, comprises of a number of different elements or, 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 or species. For example, there's an, you know, a, na a natural ecosystem and things along those lines. But when we're looking at a business ecosystem or more specifically a startup ecosystem, what that is is that it's a network of resources people, investors, institutions, and companies that works together to create an environment that helps startups to thrive. Mm -hmm. So basically, it's going beyond you just being an individual as a business owner and actually realizing that you exist as part of a bigger group. Okay. You know, um, and that group involves other businesses. It involves investors. It involves suppliers. It involves um, employees. It involves um, even banks, you know. So... An ecosystem is basically that's that, uh, that network that looks at all these various groups that need to actually work together in order to create an environment that helps small businesses to thrive. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that South Africa has been failing in is to create, you know, thriving eco. I mean, um, adequate ecosystems to help small businesses thrive. And one of the yeah. reasons for that is that we haven't been looking at building ecosystems, right? We've been looking at building businesses. We've been looking at building startups. We've been looking at building um, institutions. But very few, or I don't know if this has ever been thought of, you know, to sit down and actually say, okay, these, all of these different organizations can, you know, they all exist as part of a, a single community. How about we structure them in such a way that each and every single one of them can get them can provide the most amount of value and get the most amount of, of benefit from that as well. So looking at startup ecosystems is taking a step back and stop looking at yourself individually as an as an, an entrepreneur and saying, I'm part of a bigger community. I'm part of a bigger system that is serving the community. And what does that what does that look like? And that is what you know an ecosystem is. Mm. That's, that's, that's very important. And um, what are the components that we, we, we can um, look for or look out for to understand the ecosystem better? All right. Like I said, um, you know, you, let me just maybe start off by using a, a practical example, right? Yeah. Say you are, a, you've got a spaza shop. Mm -hmm. You've got a spaza shop, Mozi um, Spaza there. And you thinking to yourself, yes, this is me. It's my hustle. It's my business. I'm, I, you know, I want to make money. But what you don't realize is that in order for your business to exist, there's a lot of other things that need to be there, right? Mm -hmm. Firstly, there needs to be people who are going to be interested in buying that product. You know, yeah. those are the customers. Secondly, that bread that you're selling in your sponsor shop was delivered by a, a truck, right? That's uh -huh. logistics companies that were involved there. Yeah. And then um, that bread was sourced, was baked by someone. There's other people who are baking that bread. That's, you know, bakeries, you know. And then also before that bread got there, you know, it needed those components like flour and things along those lines. And maybe the ingredients were sourced from a farm. So those are farmers. So now you realize that in order for your sponsorship to exist, there needs to be a logistics company, there needs to be a bakery, there needs to be um, a, a farm, right? And when you when you start looking at all of, you know, they call that a supply chain, mm. you actually start realizing that you don't exist alone. You exist as part of a whole because tomorrow, if that, com that logistics company breaks down, your sponsorship doesn't work. Mm -hmm. If tomorrow there are no more farms, your sponsorship is gone. If tomorrow the bakery you're sourcing from is gone, you cannot no longer sell bread, yeah. right? So you have to start 
thinking about the fact that there's other people that are involved in making your business a success. And all those other people that we're talking about, these are what we call the components of an ecosystem. The various mm. members who play different roles in an ecosystem in order to be able to provide the service. I mean, the ultimate thing that that ecosystem is providing is bread to the end, to end user. But in order for that end user to get bread, there's so many different companies or different elements that were there, right? Yeah. And all those different elements are the components that make up an ecosystem. So for an example, you know, the first component of, an, of a startup ecosystem is the startup itself, right? The mm -hmm. small business or the small businesses within a community. And then there's entrepreneurs. The entrepreneurs are obviously the people who started those businesses. These are the ones who are the dreamers, the visionaries who have these ideas and start these businesses. And then thirdly, there's the talent. The talent means the employees. Brilliant as your idea might be, it will not succeed if you do not have, if you have notes, you know, you don't have somebody who's working for you, somebody who's at the till, somebody who's doing your accounting, mm. right? So those are also part of your ecosystem. The talent is very important because good talent makes good business, but they're also part of this ecosystem. Okay, so... Right, and then there's mentors right mentors are also an important part of a startup ecosystem because you know having a mentor actually helps you get over some of the hurdles that other that they had that they they they, they knocked into when they were growing up so yeah. it helps you get to where you want to get to quicker and then of course there's investors right and the mistake sometimes we make we're thinking the only other person that exists apart from our business is investors but investors are only one component of a startup ecosystem but they exist because they make their money by funding small businesses until they succeed so they are part of this ecosystem and then there's things like incubators or accelerators and i mean we've spoken about incubators um, these are the organizations where, you know, they help you build your idea from an idea phase to a business that is ready to start selling products. They are part of it. And then also sometimes they are, you know, educational institutions. Mm -hmm. um, and in South Africa, we, we don't get this right. I mean, you look at, for example, one of the best ecosystems that exists in the world is Silicon Valley. Yeah. Silicon Valley is, we know, it's, it's a, a city in, in, uh, or an area in, in California um, San Francisco more specifically. And this is where all these great companies are at. Your Facebooks, your 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 uh, Google, they're all, you know, located in Silicon Valley. But the reason why everybody wants to go to Silicon Valley is because they've already created an ecosystem where each and every single one of these components, they know their role and they know what they bring to the table and they get their piece of the pie. And they don't just involve themselves. They also involve, you know, um, universities, Right. Uh, I know with um, Silicon Valley, there's a, um, there's a university, I can't believe I'm forgetting the name of that university in, in, in L.A. now. But anyway, it's there and it also contributes. Right. It helps them with research. It helps them with funding. It helps them with um, giving them some some uh, places where they can come and work and test out some of their technology. So even the educational institution is part of the ecosystem. And I feel like in South Africa is one of the things that we don't have. When was the last time a university, you know, opened up? But but I feel like there are some universities. I've seen UJ, for example, coming up with some 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 things that are that are helping small businesses. But that's that's part of it, right? And then of course the community itself uh, is part of the ecosystem. That is your customers. And then you can have additional ones like co-working spaces where, you know, instead of having to find an office space on your own, you guys mm -hmm. come together and you work in one place. And then, of course, big corporations or big companies, they're also part 
of this ecosystem because they are the ones who probably you're going to be selling to if you've got a product that they're looking for, if they want to fulfill their BE score. You know, they're also part of this ecosystem. And of course, sometimes if your business is a bit bigger, you want to engage professional service organizations like companies that are going to help you with your HR. They're going to help you like lawyers and things along those lines. So these are this is an exhaustive list, so to speak, of yeah. the different components of a startup ecosystem, but it doesn't have to be all of them, right? The whole idea of an ecosystem is to say, hey, instead of creating a product, mm -hmm. how about I step back or we step back as a group of people and we say, what does our community need? Community needs transport, it needs food, it needs clothing, it needs maybe um, medical care and a variety of things. And then we say, okay, cool, this is what they need, right? Um, what ecosystem can we build that can actually offer our community this value, right? We can say, okay, cool, maybe for, uh, we can, there can be a store that is near to the clinic or whatever it is that you create. And then afterwards you say, okay, now that we know what our community needs, now that we know we've developed a system or a structure of how they can get this value, now we can design products that can, or businesses that can be integrated into that ecosystem, right? And this yes. um, method that I'm that I'm telling you, it's foreign to South Africa, mm -hmm. right? And and I want to introduce it because um, I'm not saying I'm the only one who's introducing it, but I want to be one of the catalysts to introduce doing things this way because clearly, if twenty the past twenty years is something to say, our current way of doing or building small businesses has been failing. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's worth a try trying out something that has worked, for example, in the United States so well. The reason why you can go with a, a silly idea to Silicon Valley and be a billionaire is because they've created an ecosystem where the, you, you literally know where you're slotted in and everybody around you knows their role, mm -hmm. right? I mean, there was this, um, I'm not going to mention the name of the company, but that company crashed, um, but it was the, the, the guy was a billionaire. And, you know, when you listen to the story, it says that, he made a deal for like a billion, uh, like hundred million investment in his company yeah. while he was playing Call of Duty. <laughs> he was playing a game, <laughs> right? And That's they gave him all yeah. this money. And the thing is there, uh, of course, it ended up failing for other reasons. But the, the point I'm trying to make there is it is, I'm not going to say that easy, but it's that much easier to get funding in Silicon Valley because they've already built an ecosystem that is conducive for a startup to succeed by putting the various components of an ecosystem in place so that you as a startup, when you come in, you know you're stepping into a place where I know where my mentors are. Yeah. There's ABC mentors. I know that um, there's people who need work. So if my business starts uh, needs people, I know where to source them. Maybe there's a talent, um, a talent management company in that community. I go there and I get people to who, who who I can hire. And then next, maybe there's another organization in the next street that is for mentors. I go there, I get a mentor. Then on the next street, there's an incubator. I go there, I get my company incubated for six months. Can you see that we don't have anything like that? Right. And if we had something like that, it will make it that much easier for your business to succeed because the ecosystem is already built. That is, you know, it, it is conducive for your, your company to succeed right now. If you're looking for a mentor, an investor or an, an accelerator or talent, you have no idea where to get it in South Africa. Oh, geez, where am I going to get talent? Where am I going to get mentors? Where am I going to get investment? Whereas in Silicon Valley, you know exactly where these various things are. Why? Because they've built an ecosystem that is conducive to make um, startups succeed. And that is basically what I, 
I'm proposing and, and what I'm going to try and do in my capacity, you know, for the various communities in South Africa. And for me, it's important that an ecosystem has to be community-based, right? Mm. The reason for that is, you, it, you know, every community has needs. And if the people who live inside those communities create businesses that meet the needs of that community, something powerful would happen there. Right, because the people in that community will be buying from their own people, they'll be hiring their own people, so the money will be circulating amongst them, and then they'll be able to build their community to 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 look better. And I feel like our communities, especially townships, need something like this because we buy so much, we spend so much money, yet we don't see it. We don't see it. Our children are still unemployed. Our businesses are still not succeeding. We don't know where to get mentors. And I believe one of the ways to solve that is through the inter introduction of ecosystems because then we'll have a better chance of our businesses succeeding and our communities uh, being in a better state for it. Yeah, I noticed that most of the, the, the pointers you're giving us um, are, are very broad, uh, the inclusive of the interior ecosystem of a company itself as well as the external. Can you just highlight to us how important is it for the the ecosystem within the company, as you're talking about the talent within the company as well, why is it important for that to also be very healthy? I mean, it's a, it's a similar it's a similar thing, right? It's a similar yeah. thing. Ecosystems are, like you're, you're rightly saying, that um, inside a company that it's an ecosystem as well, right? It's an yeah. environment that, that, that is a variety of components. Mm -hmm. And if the ecosystem inside the company is not conducive to help a, a person and employee succeed, or even you know to have um, to have a sense of fulfillment in the job that they are doing. That's when you're going to fail. And again, we look to you know the companies like Google, right? Back in 1999 or early 2000, when they started integrating you know um, chefs, they started bringing in chefs inside. They started giving free lunches and free breakfasts. They started giving massages. They started integrate. They, they, there's beds inside that you can go sleep in. You can do your laundry. You can watch TV. There's a daycare for your children. And they were wondering, why are you doing this? Why are you spending so much money doing this? But what they didn't realize that Google was creating an ecosystem within their company that made it, uh, that made their employees happy. Right. That's why they kept winning um, number one company, best company to work for. But the powerful thing is, if your employees are happy, they're productive. You know, um, just because you hired me does not mean that in my eight hours I'm going to give you my best. Mm. It does not mean that when I come up with a brilliant idea, I'm going to come and present it to you. Do you think from, I mean, where Google was in 2000 to where they are right now, 90%, if not 99% of the ideas they came up with came from their employees. Because these are, these are people who are dedicated to seeing this company succeed because of how the company has been treating them. They made sure that they, they, there's an ecosystem inside. You need food, it's there. You need a daycare, it's there. You need to do your laundry, it's there. You know? and, and it's a similar thing with this external ecosystem where you know, we need to create community environments where there's different access points for everything that a person needs or a company needs in order for them to actually succeed. So it's so important in both ways that even though you don't have the money to do what Google is doing, the way you treat your employees, the way you ask them how their days were, maybe you have, you know, um, team building things, those are so important as well because you, you're creating a conducive environment um, for the success of your employees, right? So it's ecosystems are really the future. And the reason why I'm saying that is that even big companies, like I'm talking about corporates that are making billions, they're actually moving away now from just creating a product on their own. And they're going into what is called innovation ecosystems where they're going 
and, and having these meetings with these other companies, they're looking at a community and saying, what value can we offer to this community? They come up with a list of the values that they can offer, and then they distribute those amongst themselves, right? Because that is where the future is. Right now where the world is, especially with social media, there's a um, community-based things are the ones that are more successful right now, right? You build a community on social media wherever you're making millions and millions of, of, of dollars or of rents. So they're realizing that community engagements and community-based interactions are the future. So that's why I want us this, you know, over the past next few weeks to discuss how you can build your own ecosystem, what an ecosystem is, how it can benefit your business, because community-based interactions are the future. And if we don't step up to them right now, these big corporations will keep on beating us. Wow. Um, thank you so much for that, uh, Mr. Chatwayo. I see we still have how to start as well as how to improve. Uh, we are going to engage on that on next week, Monday. Uh, but thank you so much for your time today. Uh, you actually enlightened us. I didn't understand the ecosystem before, but these, these, these notes that I have today, I'm going to be doing a webinar on it. <laughs> no, that's wonderful. But I mean, this was just an introduction. If somebody's still sitting there saying, I don't understand, I still don't know, it's okay. We're still going to go down into it. We're still going to break it down. More yeah. than anything, I wanted to tweak the interest in the minds of people to say there is more that we can be doing to create um, communities that are actually conducive for our businesses to succeed. Let us stop trying to succeed on our own. Let us stop trying to work in silos. This is what has been killing. SMEs in South Africa, trying to make it on your own. No, that is the old way of doing things. Now we're doing these things. We're doing this as a community. We're doing this together in a way that can benefit our community and benefit our businesses. So that is the point of what an ecosystem is. And over the next few weeks, we're going to be discussing a bit more about how you can do it practically and how it can benefit your business. Wow. Uh, thank you so much. How do people connect with you for uh mainly also to become a part of 365 Local, which is an amazing brand, or also for just uh, business coaching and other services that you offer at Filigree. All right. So, yeah, I think you can email me directly, um, my, uh, my private email, which is dogozo at dogozoh.co.za. Um, but also I'm very active on um, LinkedIn, so you can just search for Ndogozo Tlajwayo. Um, founder of Filigree Innovations, uh, you'll see me there. Mm -hmm. If you have any questions or you want to schedule um, uh, a meeting or anything like that with me, I'm very flexible and very available um, because I'm literally here to serve you. Wow. Thank you so much. And your parting words this afternoon for us? Parting words. Oh, yes, I didn't touch on 365 Local. I'll um, put it there as parting words. So yes, 365 please. Local yes. <laughs> is uh, uh, a platform that is designed to help local local brands find more visibility throughout the country in a unique and a fresh way, I'd encourage you to just check out 365local. That's a number, 365local.co.za. See what we're about. If you like it, add your products there, and you could be having, you know, a thousand people wanting to buy from you in the next few months. So, yeah, watch the space. Wow. Thank you so much. God bless you, sir. Let's connect again on Monday. Uh, have a fabulous week and a very productive week, sir. Thanks so much. You too. And of course, as always, I wish all the success for everyone who's listening. God bless. 
And that is Ndogozo Shatwayo, CEO and founder of Pelligree, as well as 365 Local. Please visit 365local.co.za to sell your products uh, to a wide range of uh, business, of a uh, uh, very, very wide range of people there that are available on that particular platform. That's You're listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station.